Apostle Paul is talking here. And the Apostle Paul says, And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. And then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. Today what I want to talk to you about is the title of my message, and I've been titling my messages lately, mm. is it is not futile, it is not fatal, mm. and it is not final. Mm. You like that, Sister Sherry? Like I don't get no I, amens I from like my church. You know, I'm going to need some amens today. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that again. It is not futile. Amen. It is not fatal. Right. And it is not final. The last time I spoke to you, we left off, it was Friday night, and we spoke about the fact that Friday night is a painful night. Right. Friday night, all the disciples were left wondering what has happened. Mm. Their Savior, their, their, their reason for living, these men had given up everything to follow Jesus. I'm reminded at a specific point in Jesus' ministry when he was talking about his body being broken for them. The Bible says many people left and he turned and he asked his 12. He said, aren't you going to leave me too as well? And they said this, we cannot leave you for in you are the words of life, eternal life. And so these men had given up everything to follow Jesus in hopes that their life would become better, mm. only to hit Friday night. And so what Friday night did was cause their whole world to be shattered because it seems like all the dreams that they placed in this man was now being hung on a cross. Mm. But how many of you know that God, before you can see glory, there's got to be a story before you get to glory? Amen. And there's got to be pain before you can feel. You see, you would never know what it feels like to know joy if pain didn't exist. Right. In order for you to know good news, there must be something to relate it to, some type of bad news. Mm. And so they knew what pain felt like. And so Friday night represented pain. Hallelujah. But Saturday night represents confusion because in the midst of pain and waiting for a turnaround, right. because Jesus did promise a turnaround, mm -hmm. they just didn't see how this was possible. Because to us, death is finality. Right. And so uh, Saturday night can be a confusing period. No doubt in my mind, I, I could imagine them beginning to reflect back on, on the things he said. And what are some of the things that Jesus said? I mean, Jesus made the most radical statements of any human being ever. And it's either Jesus is uh, uh, true to these statements or Jesus is insane right. for making these statements. Right. And here's what I mean. Jesus said things like, I am the resurrection and the life. 
Though you are dead, those that believe in me, though you are dead, you shall live again. What a statement to make. No other human being in the history of mankind has ever made such a statement. Hallelujah. And so if this statement is true, hallelujah, Saturday night is a confusing place. Because right now he doesn't look like if I put my trust in him that there's much life in him because currently he's dead. Do you follow that? Right. But he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Mm -hmm. And if you put your trust in me, you shall live again. No doubt, I'm sure they were reflecting on the statements he made. That if you follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. Mm -hmm. Well, how could I transform anybody's life if the one that I believe in right now doesn't look like he's even alive in my situation? Right. So I could imagine in their mind, Saturday is a confusing place. Mm -hmm. Did I misunderstand Jesus? Mm -hmm. Is he able to keep his word? Hallelujah. Is he, is he able to do what he says? And so, 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 so I could imagine them reflecting on things like I am the door. Mm -hmm. That in order to get to the Father, you must come through me. Well, you're not looking much of a right. door right now. Right. You're not looking like much of a way. Hallelujah. Right. Things like I am the way. I am the truth. I am life. No man comes to the Father but me. He, Jesus is claiming here exclusivity. Right, right. And what that means is that Jesus is saying that of all men that have ever existed, I am the way, my life, my sacrifices, everything I do will redeem mankind. But on Saturday night, he doesn't look like much of a redeemer mm. because he's hungry on a cross we just wrapped his body and we put him in a tomb can there be hope beyond the grave ah, and then apostle paul comes on the scene Hallelujah. And Apostle Paul is dealing in context here in the book of Corinthians with some people who were saying there is no such thing as life after death. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as the resurrection of the dead. And they were arguing and Apostle Paul comes in and he makes this statement and he said, if there is no resurrection from the dead and Christ has not been raised then our faith is futile and what futile means it means it is of no use mm. believing in Jesus would be of no use if he was not raised from, from the, the dead, dead. Yes. here's why because every statement Jesus has ever made mm. would be lost if he just went on the cross and stayed there right. But I'm here to declare to you, hallelujah, that Sunday is on the way. Amen. That the God who said what he says is able to keep his word. Yes. You know there might be somebody watching me today, hallelujah, that in your mind you're saying, God, you promised such and such in my life. Mm -hmm. Now my business looks like it's being ruined. Right. Now my family's falling apart. Now I'm terrified in my home from this right. pandemic. 
It doesn't look like Sunday is anywhere close by. You are in a Saturday right now. You might be getting news. Somebody you left close might have passed away this past week. I am just like you. I've gotten those news. And I went from my pain season to now I am in my Saturday season. I have dealt with the pain. I'm hearing people lost before I even got on today. Somebody text me of another loved one uh, that 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 uh, that is dear another church uh, who's uh, uh, got a, a member there that passed yeah. and I said to myself life is so fragile in the middle of the pain the pain has shifted to is there a hope beyond this I'm in my Saturday right yeah. now and you might be in your Saturday right now but I'm here to tell you that Sunday hallelujah this day, hallelujah, is a glorious day. Yes. This day brings hope. Yes. And Paul said, if this day never existed, mm -hmm. then everything we believe is futile. Right. Here's why. Because in order for Jesus to back up what he said, he can't be dead. Right. He has to rise from right. the dead. If he's the way to God, he yes. has to come back from the grave. Yes. He has to defeat man's final enemy death hallelujah and Paul says that our faith is not futile why for one reason and one reason only early that Sunday morning hallelujah the women went up to the tomb hallelujah and they saw a stone rolled away can I talk a little bit about the resurrection of Jesus the stone was placed there because Many people had conspiracies. You see, there are those who don't want you to have hope. I'm putting that, I don't, I'm probably going to hold my, I don't, I'm getting, I feel it again, Sherry. I feel it again. Hallelujah. I'm trying to be calm to no. be on my calm preaching today. <laughs> But I feel it again. The Bible says early that morning they came and they saw the stone rolled away. Let me talk a little bit about the stone. The stone was placed there not to keep Jesus in, but it was placed there because the officials were told by the Pharisees that this man... They misquoted him in the trial. See, some people will lie on you mm -hmm. to make sure that you don't succeed in life. Right. You might be watching right now and there might be people telling lies. We might watch and there, there are people that distort truth in order to accomplish what they feel they need to accomplish for themselves. Right. But I want you to know that no lie can prevail. No lie will ever stand. Yes. In the trial, the Pharisees lied and said, that he said when he destroys the temple he will build it up in three days they knew very well he wasn't referring to the physical temple but he was referring to their body it the truth came out after he died they went and they said this man said that he would come back from the dead so they knew the truth, but that never came up in trial. So the stone was placed there, not so that, that uh, 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 Jesus necessarily, if he rose, could come out, but they were scared. And what they went to do, they said, Pilate, could you put a stone there? Because we are afraid that some might steal his body. But they were really afraid 
that Jesus would walk right back out with all authority. So they placed a a stone there and they put the Roman seal. Mm. That seal said nobody is to touch this. And they placed guards there Mm. to guard the stone. God didn't need to uh, uh, move the stone. He didn't need to move the stone. When he rose from the dead, he could have walked right out of, of, of that place. He could, have, he could have transformed and walked right through that stone wall. But you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that he shook the stone in the... Oh, gosh. He moved the stone. The guards became scared. The guards fled. They couldn't even find them. Hallelujah. They dropped everything when God begun to move. What was holding you and trying to seal you has got to let go hallelujah this pandemic and this fear has got to let go and the bible says that the stone was rolled you know why the stone was rolled so that you and i could have access to go in to see that there's no bones there i heard a story hallelujah of of uh, and i tell this story all the time that they found the bones of of another famous religious figure and people were excited to go see the bones of that religious figure and i always ask what if they found the bones of jesus what would people pay to go see it and some people respond and they say yeah that would be a big deal well to me that would be disappointing because if you found the bones that means you could identify the body but the problem is you can't find any of Jesus's bones because Jesus hallelujah is not dead he's alive and well today in the early centuries if the Pharisees wanted to stop Christianity if the Roman government wanted to stop the spread of Christianity because Christianity took over the Roman government all of a sudden Christianity grew to where the church and state emerged but but at first Christianity was a nuisance to, to the Jewish faith. It was a nuisance to, to uh, 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 Rome. It was a nuisance. The, the name Christians was even an insult in a way to us. These little versions of Christ, that's what Christians mean. And the, the, if they wanted to disprove this religion, it could, it could have been easily done by one simple thing. Produce the body. If you wanted to disprove our faith, it's a very simple way in the early century. Just bring forth the body. They couldn't bring forth it then and they can't bring forth it now because the body of Jesus Christ can't be found because he's risen. The story goes on that that the first person that showed up uh, 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 were the women. and The the women gathered there and and, uh, Mary got in there and she saw the two angels but she wasn't even concerned about an angel. Sometimes, well, oh gosh, she said to the two men, she said, listen, I want to know where is the body of Jesus? And I'm going to talk about the cloth in a minute. Hallelujah. Because all she saw in there was cloth laid where they laid his body, but nobody. And she said, well, uh, uh, where is he? And she turned and the Bible says she saw a man who she thought was a gardener. I want to bring that back up because on Friday night I told you that the first man was a gardener. And to me, it is no accident that she took mistook the second man to be a gardener. Hallelujah. Because that same man says that unless a seed goes into the ground and dies. Hallelujah. You see, resurrection 
is in, in all of life around us. Mm -hmm. If you look at it, 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 you look at how life is consumed, it takes a seed and that seed has to die. And when it dies, it brings forth something brand yes. new. Yes. And Jesus said, unless a seed dies, when it goes into the ground, it shall not bring forth. And that seed went into the ground and died. Mm -hmm. And because of his resurrection, yes. he brought forth many sons yes. of God. Yes. Satan thought he had to fight with one son but now he's got a lot of sons to deal yes. with hallelujah yes. today and so when she got there she turned to the gardener and she said mister thinking he's the gardener uh, uh, what have you done with his body and he addressed her as woman and she didn't recognize him but you see the bible says my sheep know my voice and then he changed the way he addressed and he said Mary when she heard those words the bible says immediately she recognized the master here's what I'm trying to tell you in the middle of your Saturday night when Sunday hits there's going to be a voice yes, yes. a keeping voice Hallelujah. a still small voice yes. that will speak to you in the middle of this storm yes. uh, you might not recognize it at first yes. but it's going to address you in the way that it normally does and it will bring a tremendous peace the Bible says she ran and told all the other disciples John and, and Peter ran and when they saw it the Bible says John looked in the beloved John and he saw he, he saw the, the clothes, the Bible took the time to mention that the clothes were lying there. Mm. It didn't say that they saw clothes, but it said that the clothes were lying there. And when Peter walked in, it gave an even further description that he saw the clothes lying there and the headpiece disconnected lying next to it. In other words, it just wasn't ripped up clothing, clothing looking as though somebody had grave robbed and stole his body. The clothes wasn't scattered all over. It was wrapped the same way they would have wrapped Jesus' body, but with no body, lying flat. Oh, y'all ain't understand what I'm saying. And the headpiece itself flat on the ground. So what they saw was the linen of Jesus with no body. And the Bible says when they looked in, they, 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 they peeked at it. But when they saw, see sometimes you can look but not see. But when they saw, in other words, when they saw, wait a minute, this is no robbery. These clothes are still folded and it is still perfectly placed. This is impossible for somebody to come out this body unless they have resurrected yes. they begun to believe yes, yes. hallelujah and I want you to know that they begun to proclaim the gospel like never before Jesus is alive and well and Paul is addressing this issue because people started to wonder can people really come back from the dead and he said let me make some points here real quick if Jesus never rose from the dead everything we have ever preached is in vain and then he goes on and he says and we are still in our sins. In other words, your sins would be fatal. Your sins would be the cause of the reason why you die. And we would just live a life that is hopeless. And death would be final. 
you faith would be futile, your 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 sins would be fatal, and your death would be final. What a meaningless life. And then Paul said, and of all men that ever lived, the most pitied of men would be us because we've practiced a lifestyle that leads to nothing, that we merely believe a figment of our imagination. But Paul goes on to say, but you don't have to take my word for it. Hallelujah. I know he's arisen. He says, I know he's risen because right now, if you go and you go to Jerusalem, there are five. 500 men who has seen him with their own eyes. You know, skeptics try to explain that. They say, you know what? Uh, uh, the, The reason why 500 people have seen him is because 500 people hallucinated. I want you to know that hallucinations, people do have them. The likelihood of you and I hallucinating the same thing is very skim. The likeliness of 10 people in a room hallucinating the same thing is not good. The likelihood for everybody over 500 people to sit and have the same hallucination is impossible. It's impossibly because they weren't hallucinating. They seen the risen Christ. Paul said even Peter, even the apostles and you can tell because of the way and the Bible doesn't speak of his resurrection in trying to prove it. The Bible speaks of the resurrection in a way in which it impacted the disciples because the life in which the disciples live after. These men didn't care if you kill them. They didn't care if they died. They didn't care if persecution came. They knew one thing. This is not futile. This is not fatal. And death is not final. These men realize that what we believe is not futile. That the sins we've committed has no power over us. It is not fatal. And when we die, it is not final. Somebody needs to hear that today. Somebody needs to hear that today. And Paul said, you don't have to take my word for it. I've seen people who've seen them. There's eyewitnesses. Go take their stories if you don't believe me. He said, go ask the disciples if you don't see me. And if you don't believe me. And then he says, but here's the way that I know he's risen. Because he appeared to me. Hallelujah. 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 Paul said, I don't have to convince you or try to get proof because I was once a sinner. I was riding on my high horse and I was getting ready to persecute believers. And as I was traveling on that high horse, Jesus appeared to me and he knocked me off and he said to me, Paul, why do you persecute me? I've seen him, the risen savior for myself. But I want to go even step further. There was a man named Thomas who like you that might be watching and says, I don't believe this Jesus stuff. I'm in my Saturday and I'm seeing pain and all of this and I'll only believe it when I see it. And Peter, uh, Thomas says, I won't believe it unless I put my hands in his hands and unless I put my finger in the side that was pierced. And Jesus appeared to him and said, come here, Thomas. You want to do that? Go ahead. And he believed. And then Jesus said these words. He said, you believe because you see. But blessed are those, even though they will never see, yet they will believe. You know why we believe? The old school used to say it. You ask me how I know he lives he lives in my heart there are people that are watching right now that you were sinking deep in sin that you were going through some turmoil but God showed up in your life 
and he transformed you. The power of resurrection quickened you and you know he's alive today because he lives within your heart. I want you to know today that death is defeated, Sharon. Death is defeated. A little boy, a little boy, hallelujah, was riding in the car with his father. And the little boy had all types of allergies. One of the allergies he had was that if he was ever bitten by a bee, he could probably lose his life. And so here he was, hallelujah, uh, uh, scared of bees. And it so happened him and his daddy are driving and a bee somehow flew in the window of the car. The little boy is panicking. He is fearful for his life at this point because he knows what this means. For him, everything that he's ever lived for can be futile. For him, everything that he's ever done can be fatal. For this, this beast thing can be final. And here's what the father did. The father uh, turned the windows up. And when the father turned the windows up, the the little boy was wondering to himself, what is daddy doing? Because it seemed like I am going to die from what I'm going through. And you're turning the heat up. Y'all hear what I'm saying in this place? You are making it worse. And the father grabbed the bee, hallelujah, at the same time. And for that moment, the little boy breathed a sigh of relief. And the father, he felt, had the bee in his hand, so he's safe. Mm. But then the father did something crazy. Mm. The father let go of the bee again. And the little boy said, Dad, what are you doing? Why would you do this, Dad? I'm going to lose my life. Mm. And the father turned to the boy and showed him something. He pulled the stinger of the bee out. And so I'm here to tell you that what the father was trying to show the boy was the bee could buzz and be as loud as he want, but nothing he ever does to you will truly hurt you because I've took the sting Sting out of of it. God has taken the sting out of death. Yes, death has a sting, but death is not final. Hallelujah. The hope beyond the grave, hallelujah, has come to us today, hallelujah. And he is risen with all power and all authority in his hands. And he said, because I live, you will live also. And that father showed the son that I've taken this thing out. I want you to know that if, you know, here's the problem with a virus. A virus is something that attaches itself to your life. First of all, it is contracted. It is spread Mm. in ways that are dangerous because you're not even aware of seeing it come to you. You just wake up one day and you start to have symptoms. And these symptoms indicate to us that there is something wrong. Listen, the world is a great indication of sin. Mm. The reason men sin, the reason men are in pain, the reason, the, the way things are, they, the way that they are, they are symptoms of a greater problem. Right. And the, the, the problem with the coronavirus that the medical field are working over time right now is because they don't have an antibody, mm. 
an antiviral cure for it. Mm. They don't have something that they can put inside of us. That's what a vaccine is. Right. A vaccine is actually taking the actual disease and putting antibodies in it, a form of it, to, for it to war inside of you. Uh, and, and the antibodies eventually win and overpower this problem. And so so I'm reminded in the book of uh, Exodus, hallelujah, when the, when the children of Israel were coming through the wilderness and they were bitten by snakes mm. and they were being poisoned. Right. They had no cure for the poison. Right. And Moses was told by God to take a snake and put it on a staff. Mm. He took the actual poison. The mm. thing, why would God tell him to take the actual thing and put it on a on a on a wood on a mm. on a stick and he says every time they look hallelujah onto the thing that is killing them onto the very thing they will receive healing mm. see god knows more about medicine than we do yeah. Even in medicine, you can see God's hands. Right. Because in order for a virus to die, there has to be a cure. Right. There has to be a remedy, right. an antivirus. Right. And sin works just like a virus. It, it, it's in us. Mm -hmm. We are born in it. It spreads. It has symptoms. And God wanted an antivirus. Right. And here's the thing, the very thing that is killing us in order for the vaccine to work has to, the, 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 the thing has to exist and the antibody has to exist with it. Mm. Both of it have to be in the, oh my, I'm about to leave, I, I, I just got hit with something so hard. In other words, when they come to you with a vaccine, in the vaccine, Sister Sherry, is the cure and is the problem in one body. In one body. And so when Moses was told to put the snake up on the wood, hallelujah, the snake represented the poison. The wood represented a cross that was hallelujah. to come. Hallelujah. Yes. And here on the cross, yes. here is the cure. Yes. Here is the antibody. I want you to know Friday Jesus died. Hallelujah. Yes. He died till the earth shook, the right. Bible says. He died till the whole place turned dark. Right. Hallelujah. He died till the, 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 the Roman who showed up routinely to crucify people said, this is just not a regular day on the job. Right. He died till the Roman centurion bowed his knees and confessed, this must be the son yes. of God. He died till Dead man, hallelujah, the Bible says, came out of their right. graves that right. something was right. happening in planet earth. Yes. You see, the fallen world was now injected with a vac. Oh my gosh. Oh the fallen world had now received an antibody yes. where sin and death reign, yes. where pain reign, yes. where Saturday nights reign, right. where Friday nights reign. Right. All of a sudden, an injection was injected. God took a syringe, and that syringe was the cross. Yes. And the, the blood of Jesus was the Hallelujah. antidote that was injected into yes. time and all of a sudden earth said we've never felt nothing right. like this in the body. Sin said hallelujah we've always had a stronghold right. but Jesus died yes. till all the stronghold of oh gosh I'm prompt. I didn't want to get loud like this over the internet yes. hallelujah this is for a Sunday morning in the building hallelujah yes. but you're going to have to forgive me because I'm excited hallelujah yes. he died till sin said I got to let go 
foe and sin let its stronghold go. He died till Satan, hallelujah, who was laughing from the garden, who was laughing, 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 who from the time uh, Moses was born wanted to kill all of the seed of the promise, hallelujah, wanted to from the time, from the time Eve had a baby. He put one brother against a brother and tried to get men to murder each other. Tried to bring wars and famine and pestilence on the children of Israel. He tried it when Moses was born to kill all the children of God. He tried it again. Hallelujah. When Esther hallelujah went uh, uh, before the king. The, 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 uh, 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 they were trying to kill and distinguish all God's people. And Esther said fast and pray for me that I may go before the king. I'm fasting and praying hallelujah because yes. this is a time to get before the king yes. at first Esther was a little scared and yes. intimidated yes. and Mordecai said to her Esther know that God has raised you up for a time as yes. this I don't know who I'm talking to out there but believers I know you're asking yourself this question why in my lifetime am I going through a pandemic why couldn't I live in a better era why couldn't I live in an era but I want you to know look at me as you're looking in this camera if you're a believer in Jesus God has raised you up for such a time as this and if you don't pray if you don't go before the king Mordecai said to Esther know this that God is able to raise up another and so yep. she went before the king and she was able to save. But the devil tried it then. He tried it again when Jesus was right. born. I could imagine Satan feeling the panic. I could imagine him saying what in the world is happening to planet earth right. when the baby was born. Right. When the promised child of a Messiah came into yes. the world. And when that baby came, he conjured up something in Herod. And Herod, he caused them to be jealous and kill all the firstborn babies. But the Holy Spirit protected the baby hallelujah yes. and that baby grew up yes. and he begun to do miracles yes. he begun to heal the sick yes. you have never seen in the Old Testament sister Sherry mm. demonic activities like you've seen in the right. New Testament all of a sudden demons begun yeah. to manifest yep. Yep. and foam at the mouth and throw themselves at Jesus yes. and everywhere he went he was casting devils out he had conversations with devil he would talk to them they would say we are legion for we are many and they would say things like this why have you come to torment us? It, you see, just the very presence of God is torment yes, to, the, to the kingdom of yes. darkness. And they would say things like, oh, why have you come to torment us? Because something was in the world right. that was shaking the virus. Yes. It was shaking the... Y'all hear what yes. I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I better be getting some amens on there. Hallelujah. Y'all yeah. need my believers to just high five. Throw some yes. high fives up yes. in there right now. Yes. The, the, the world was shaking. And he died until Satan begun to panic. And he, you know what moment probably panicked Satan the most? There was a veil, the Bible said, that separated men from God in the temple. And when he died, the Bible says that the, the veil that was thick, a piece of thick cloth that no man could rip on their own was rented or ripped from top to bottom right. signifying that God had come down yes. ripped the veil no longer do we have to bring animals to sacrifice yes. to get to God because the one sacrifice had died and the cure had come yes. here's the thing I want you to notice that inside of the vaccine was both the cure the God the God man the perfect Jesus I was watching something and they told, well, I don't even want to go down. 
the Lamb of God, hallelujah, inside of him was purity. Go research lambs in science. It's going to blow your mind of what they found out about lambs and antibodies. But, 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 but in his body was purity. In other words, in order to, to uh, fight this virus, you can't be of the virus. You got to be different. But inside that body, he was dying and taking on the sins of the world. So inside one body, just like a vaccine, the problem and the cure was on that cross. Just like when Moses lifted up the serpent. And the Bible says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. Today, hope has come. If you're watching this program today, all over online, preachers are preaching about Easter. Preachers are preaching about this hope. This is not just an ordinary religion. This is not just a way in which you can live good. Because your best day, you are still infected. That's like, you know one of the things they tell corona patients? They tell them, quarantine. Because you can infect others. There's nothing in you, hallelujah, that that can come and help me. You can give it to me. And on our best day, because we still have the virus of sin, we are still quarantined. We need essential workers to come into. Oh my gosh. And God sent Jesus, the the most essential worker, to come into our quarantine. And so this is not you trying to be good at home with the disease. This is God saying on your best day, you still infected. What I need to do is find a way to wash that disease totally from your life. And I'm here to tell you that everything he's ever said that I've put my faith in is not futile. I want you to know that my sins are not fatal. I don't have to live with my past mistakes. Some of you in this time, I'm getting ready to bring this to an end, might be dealing with sin of bitterness. You know, when this coronavirus hit, families who weren't right are struggling right now to get right. Right. They're struggling because there was bitterness there. And now that you know people, life is fragile, you're wondering, should you pick up the phone? You're you're angry because you held on to bitterness so long. Maybe a loved one passed and you didn't get to say your final words. And you're wondering, this guilt that I'm feeling, this heaviness, this your, your sins doesn't have to be... Fatal. It doesn't, there's a man that says, I can take that burden. Some of you are carrying stuff that you've done in the past. Uh, uh, things that nobody know about this. Things that you are, are, are feeling guilty of right now. Listen, if Christ didn't rise from the dead, that guilt would be all yours to keep. But because he rose, he said this statement. Come on to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, for it is easy and my burden is light. Cast your cares upon me because he cares for you. I want you to know today that if you lost a loved one and they knew Jesus as Lord and Savior, listen to me carefully. If you know Jesus as Lord and Savior, one day, and we pray not anytime soon, we pray you live to see a long, healthy, prosperous life. Mm -hmm. But one day you will see death. But I want you to know that if you know Jesus, death is not final. Your faith in Christ will not be futile. Your mistakes and your sins is not fair. And your your death will not be final if you know Jesus. The cure and the disease hung on that cross. 
And the world waited Saturday to see if there could really be a change. Mm. And then Sunday morning yes. came. I want you to know you're watching me. Don't give up hope. Yeah. The God we serve never left the throne. Yes. He didn't leave the throne then and he didn't leave it now. Right. And the same God he's seeing. You might have loved ones sick in the hospital. Right. God is alive. Yes. You might be dealing with pain. Yeah. God is still alive. Right. You might be dealing with fear. Wondering will I contract this virus. Mm -hmm. Wondering when I go to work. Hallelujah will the Lord protect me. God is very much on the throne. Mm -hmm. The same God that rose from the dead. Is alive and well today. Yes. Hallelujah. If you're watching me right now. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing you want to do. Right. I want to pray with you right now. Yeah. And in a minute I'm going to take prayer requests. So get ready to write your prayer request down. But for those of you who are watching, I want you to make it right with the Lord Jesus right now. I want you to pray with me and ask this cure to come into your life. I'm so grateful that Jesus is alive. Amen. I'm so grateful in this moment that yes, in the midst yes. of all this trial, I can hear his voice. Yes. I can feel his peace reigning yes. in my heart that I am the peace that pass it all. You see, if Jesus didn't raise, there'd be no yes. peace that pass it all yes. understanding. But yes. he rose. But he rose, Sister Sherry. Yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank the antibody is here. Yes. The cure for depression is here. Yes. The cure for bitterness, the cure for loneliness, the cure for everything that you've been going through is here. Yes. If you would let him come into your life. Pray with me. Say, Father God, Father God I, ask you I ask you to come into my life, into my life and, be life. and be, the be the Lord of my life. I confess, I confess that, I that I have sinned. sinned. But I, but I ask you to change my life. I put my trust in what you did on the cross. And what you've done by raising from the dead. Nobody else in any other religion has done what you did or claimed what you claimed. And I put my trust in you that you are my Savior. And I thank you for dying for me, for raising for me. I accept you as the Lord. Lord of, my Lord of my life. God, God my, sins my sins will no longer reign over, no me. Longer reign over me. For the Spirit of God, Spirit of God reigns in me. Reigns and, in the me. Blood of Jesus and the blood of Jesus cleanses me, cleanses me from, all from all sins. God, I thank you God, I thank that, I'm you saved. that I'm saved. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I want you